Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something-year-old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love, and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Hi, my love. Welcome back to another episode of Girls and the Gays. Today, I want to talk about this feeling of being stuck. Often, when we set new goals or we are trying to go after something new, we deem the season that we're in as being stuck or feeling like we aren't doing the right thing or are we on track? And today, in this episode, I want to discuss this with you and kind of loop it back to some things that I've been feeling and how I've allowed myself to get quote-unquote unstuck and really gain clarity from the situation and circumstances I'm in and not stay paralyzed. Again, you know I love my laundry list, so I do have some talking points that I want to refer to to make sure that I don't forget any golden nuggets that I want to leave you with. So first, my question for you is, are you challenging yourself? Are you feeling stuck in your career or personal relationship life and you're like, you know, this isn't working for me and I want out of it, but I haven't set a new goal. I haven't set bigger goals that allow me to, you know, create this life for myself or create a new reality for myself because I'm just playing it safe. I'm staying within my comfort zone. When you're staying in your comfort zone, staying in the sandbox, you will only be confined to that situation. You will only be confined. You will confine your growth and the limit on yourself to what you already know. But I ask you, like, are you challenging yourself? Because often we're playing too small. We are only staying within what's familiar for us. And in order to really, you know, create that clarity and have new bursts of fulfillment and purpose and meaning, we might need to set a bigger goal that allows us to stretch and grow and really shoot for the stars and really see what we are truly made of of and made for. There's an analogy that I want to help paint for you here is when you think of a goldfish, I've talked about this on the episodes in the past, but I want to bring this up again with you. When you think of a goldfish and you put it into a glass bowl, it will only be exposed to that environment, right? Like it's fed on a consistent basis. It can only really swim laps. It has that little small bowl type aquarium for itself. Whereas if you take the same goldfish and you put it into the ocean, it has to learn to kind of swim and know its prey because there are things in its environment that it can't control. But the difference here is it now has to adapt. It's in its new environment and therefore it grows to adapt to its environment. So this goldfish from like a three inch long goldfish in a bowl will stretch to be six plus 10 inches in an ocean. And what I am trying to show you here is you grow according to the environment and the limits that you set on yourself, your mindset, your physical, mental environment, and all that is around you and the confinement that you create and put on your life, the narrative you choose to write. And that's why I come back to the first point of, are you challenging yourself? Are you putting in yourself into rooms that will make you stretch, grow, think beyond yourself, think differently, act differently, behave differently, change your narrative to change your school of thought to change the your life and your discipline and especially when you're feeling stuck you're probably just settling for less you're staying in your comfort zone you're staying in what's familiar for you and 
In doing that, you're just going to rob yourself of so much pride, fulfillment, and joy in the bigger goals, the bigger things. And yes, it's going to be tough. That's not at all what I'm trying to discredit here. But in that being said, in order to achieve a great life, you have to set great goals. You have to set a great narrative that allows you to think differently and move differently and Put yourself into rooms that allows you to step up to the plate. When you think of, you know, right now, like at your career, right? Like your job, you might be so tired, done with it. It's monotonous. It's mundane. And so you want a new challenge. And why do people go for a bigger role, a promotion, a new level or a new title in their career is because they want a challenge. They're, they want that fulfillment. They want a sense of purpose. And you can apply this to the life that you are creating. Don't stay on the merry-go-round that is not serving you mentally, physically, or whatever that might look like for you. And take control of the narrative that you want to create and therefore the life that you want to live out. So that was my first question to get you thinking. And my next one is, along this same path is, is it fulfilling? Does it make you feel that you are walking in your purpose? Is it lighting you up? Does it feel pretty seamless? Like feeling it is seamless, but obviously doing it might be hard and executing is challenging, but is it worth it? Is it aligned for you? Does it bring you joy, fulfillment? And an example that I want to paint here is actually, um, I was doing business coaching and I actually stopped doing it. I don't talk about it anymore. And why is that? Right? Because it wasn't fulfilling me and I just didn't like it. And I quickly knew that, you know, at that time I was labeling that season as me being stuck. I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't know what I want to do. I don't know if this is for me, but it's like I have clients I can work with here. It, it makes me kind of happy, um, but I also don't really love it. And so I quickly realized because it wasn't making me feel fulfilled and in my purpose, then I let it go. And I normalize changing my mind. And so this is a a two part here. Is it fulfilling and normalizing changing your mind? I quickly weeded this out as in it wasn't something that was aligned in my purpose and fulfilling for me. And so I changed my mind. I let it go. I signed off those clients. I enjoyed my time doing it. And now I know, but I'm so glad I did it because it allowed me to to have the clarity to now know better. When you know better, you do better, you move differently, right? And so that's why I'm so grateful that I, you know, embarked on that challenge and embarked on that newness. And I knew and I found out and I allowed myself to pivot. And you have to normalize those things. Normalize knowing if it isn't aligned with you and making it a hard decision. It wasn't easy for me because I was like, well, there's money tied here. I have clients that are depending on me. But the thing is, I didn't want to let myself down. I knew in five plus 10 years what my future held and that wasn't what I wanted to do. If I was to wave a magic wand and have this dream career, business, life, whatever, that wasn't really where my mind was going. And that's when I quickly knew that this wasn't aligned for me. And so I made the decision to let it go. I think we have to give ourselves grace. We have to give ourselves self-compassion in changing our mind and pivoting because change is hard. You know, 
that's the one thing that is ever going in our life and we have to give ourselves grace and normalize the change and embrace change change is good and so that's why two part here is is it fulfilling and normalize changing your mind because you never know what could be on the other side of you taking that step forward or even taking a step back to pivot and discover what is more fulfilling and in purpose and aligned for you life is too precious to be doing the things that you hate let go of the money let go of all the expectations and the noise and think this Now that you know what's fulfilling and normalizing changing your mind, if you were to wave a magic wand, what will your ideal life look like in your career, in your business, in your personal relationship? And if you had a million dollars today that landed on your lap, in your hands, what would you do? Where would you put it? How would you spend it? And allow yourself to really imagine that life and living in abundance, living in your dream life. Because for so long, I, especially as we get older, I feel like we dim our shine and we quiet the voice of our like childhood self. We get too focused on paying bills, doing what's expected of us, and climbing whatever ladder we are trying to climb that we lose a sense of ourself. And then we start labeling seasons like, oh, I'm stuck or I'm paralyzed or I'm behind. Like, I can't be the person I want to be. I I won't ever get there. And all that is just full of bullshit, noise that just ends up paralyzing you to then not knowing what you truly want at the end of the day, what your North Star is. When we feel stuck, I've also come to find that it's just doing a lot of things that you know isn't aligned for you, doing things that isn't what is of your purpose and what you were made for in this lifetime and going after those big dreams. Hence why I wanted you to think of, okay, if you were to wave a magic wand, what would your dream career and business look like or life look like? Or if you had a million dollars, what would you do with that? Where would you put it? And what idea would you create from it if you had a million dollars and money wasn't a worry for you? What would that look like, right? But for so long, we're always doing so many things, but also nothing out all at once. We're always focused on doing things that it's expected of us, that we fall into this mundane monotonous, that we then come up for air and we're like, wait, this isn't the life that I wanted to create and 20 years have passed me by and I've been doing all this shit that I hate and then you start to resent the people around you. You resent the life that you freaking created because you've allowed the gust of life, the wind of life to push and ebb and flow you around rather than taking intentionalism and deliberateness to allow yourself to be purposeful with the life that you want to create. And hence why you're here like, Tran, I'm fucking stuck. Well, yeah, because you're stuck maybe doing things that you know you shouldn't be doing, doing things that aren't aligned for you. You aren't challenging yourself. You aren't calling in your blessings and going after what was called onto you. That idea that you hit the hay every single night knowing that you want to create, but you can't because you have to climb the corporate ladder. You can't because you have to do X, Y, Z because your parents made you do it. Bestie, I freaking get it. I've been there. I've done that. I'm a child of immigrant parents. I know what it's like to try to pay bills and create this dream life. But it's like, whose dream is that? Is it yours? And if not, it's something that you need to start questioning. You need to start getting curious and making sure that the narrative that you're creating, because you don't know how many days you have left on this earth, that it's full of deliberateness 
and aligned with what you truly want centered to your soul. So the next point that I want to ask you is, this is probably the fourth point of our conversation, but have you been taking action? Are you taking steps to give you the clarity that you're looking for? And I know you're probably a trend, like you're always taking, telling me to take steps forward and I get it, but I, I'm going to play devil's advocate too, right? I do believe you should be taking steps, but there's also power in meditation and being still and understanding what you truly want, but you have to, like like surrendering. Um, I've been actually looking into that a lot more lately, um, what surrendering means and allowing the life that is happening around you to give you the answers because honestly, answers are in plain sight. We are just choosing to ignore it. And also sometimes taking action after action. Oh, I just have to keep moving forward. Oh, like I can't sit still. Like I have to keep going. Well, that leads to burnout and also taking steps that are not aligned will then keep you misaligned in your life and your gut feeling and your North Star. So there, there's two, two kind of parties here. There's the side that I want to remind you that you need to take steps forward to gain the clarity and build the confidence you want for yourself. But there's also power in being still and understanding what's worked, what hasn't, and allowing life to present answers to you by surrendering. There's two powers to both of that. And I think at the end of the day, what really helps you most gain the clarity between both of surrendering, but also taking steps forward to gain the clarity is the power of deliberateness. Between both things you do, you need deliberateness in both. And so right now, let's say you are feeling so stuck. You're like, what the fuck? But you keep taking steps forward as in like you keep going on your phone when you know you shouldn't be. You keep scrolling through social media and then you go down the comparison hamster wheel and you go down this entire trajectory that isn't serving you once again. But you're like, Trent, I'm taking action. I have to create content. I have to post content. I have to show up. I have to keep posting content so people know that I have the service, this product, etc. But in doing that and taking those steps because they are misaligned, you are self-sabotaging. You are on this merry-go-round of staying stuck still. And so therefore, there is power here to take a step back, to give yourself a break, to unplug from socials, recharge, charge yourself up, and pour into your own cup so you have the clarity away from the noise of everything. It's good to step away from the noise. It's good to take a break. It's good to be still so you know what you want and understand what isn't working to then strategize again a new strategy that will serve you and will work in your favor and not keep you stuck. However, also to this example, right? Like if you are, you know, sitting on the sidelines for so long and you're like, well, Tran, I can't go into this game. I can't post content. I can't do this because like people are going to judge me. Like what is, what is Sally Sue on Facebook going to say about me if I post this? Like my high school friends, um, Basti, first of all, do you hear yourself People do not care as much as you think they do, and people are so often more so worried about themselves than they are worried about you. So in doing that, you are now self-sabotaging yourself by sitting on the sidelines, waiting for your life to happen, but yearning for something great, but also doing nothing. That's also self-sabotaging. So at the end of the day, when you're like, Tram, well, what do I need to do? Do I take a break or do I you know, take steps forward? It's up to you to decide. 
It's up to you to see, you know, what have you been doing, what's working, what's not working, and then strategize now. Do you need to take a break or do you need to take steps forward to gain the clarity for yourself? And it's something that you have to really reflect, journal out, meditate on, and figure out on yourself because all of this is great, right? All the advice I give you is blanketed advice that has worked for me, but you have to understand the equation that you are creating with the life circumstance that you have and be really honest and raw with yourself and know what you need to strategize next. And if it is to take a break or if it is to take steps forward, you have those answers in your gut. You know what's worked for you up until this point and what hasn't worked for you. And now you should go to the drawing board and use this podcast episode with the points I've given you to then understand, okay, what's the strategy? How do you want to create a narrative, a story that will serve you, that will help propel you forward. And you have to be, at the end of the day, the common denominator with everything is deliberate. Be on purpose, be in your purpose, and walk to the beat of your own drum. So now that I outlined the difference between surrendering versus taking action, I literally thought that we were only talking about being stuck, but I think it it plays hand in hand being stuck and kind of knowing what your next course of action or inaction will look like. And that's why I wanted to paint that narrative first for you of knowing should you take steps forward or should you be very still and you know reflect at this time because there's power and productivity in both. And so now that I covered that, I want to be very straightforward with answers, right? <laughs> I can't be more straightforward than this, but answers are probably in plain sight for you, but you are choosing because it's a choice to ignore it. You are choosing to run away from your truth. You are choosing not to listen to yourself and what your gut is telling you. You know, when your mind is telling you one thing, but your heart is telling you another, I think that's often where we start feeling stuck because, you know, your mind realistically might be telling you that you have to do all these things and this is what's expected of you, but your heart and your gut and your soul is telling you, well, that's not right. Like, you know you're made for more. You know you were supposed to do all these other things and you want to, but because of this fear, that fear, this expectation, all the noise, we start to weed it out. We're like, no, we can't do that. Like, I can't do that. Like, I, this is not the right time, the right place. And you start to feel this discrepancy between the two, your mind and your heart. And so you start to feel and you label whatever you're feeling as like, okay, I'm fucking stuck. Like, I don't know what to do because like, I know in like intuitively what my gut is telling me, but also it's like on paper, I have to do these things. I have to show up for this job. I have to, you know, climb the corporate ladder, do blah, 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 because that's what is expected of me. But let me tell you, Bastie, you don't have to do anything, but you owe yourself going after your dreams and listening into the answers that are literally in plain sight for you because if otherwise you will only continue to sabotage all the joy the fulfillment and that the deep happiness of your life because you keep trying to live for whatever is expected of you and you know avoiding your truth avoiding what your gut is telling you and for me like I would hate to come to the end of my um you know, TBD amount of days here and look back with resentment and look back at like, oh, what could have been if I just tried that on for size? What could have been if I just went for my dreams, you know? And we always look at all these other people like creating their dream life or going after that big thing and like, you know, accomplishing what we want. But that shows us that it's, it's proof of concept. It shows us that 
if other people can do it, then so can you. And so I don't want you to dismiss answers that are laying in plain sight for you and really take ownership of the life that you want when you know there is that discrepancy between your mind, body, and soul. Pay attention to that and how can you create more alignment and what would that look like for you? And again, that's why I had that activity earlier during our conversation of just dream and think of what your childhood self would want for you. What would that look like if you had a million dollars? What would that look like if you waved a magic wand and your dream life appeared what would that look like and how can you start taking baby steps to that now and start you know course correcting yourself and letting go of bad habits letting go of things that didn't work in the past and start reimagining that narrative for yourself and going after your dreams i truly truly believe that the last thing i want to leave you with is how are you labeling this season so often we can be like i'm so stuck and i feel sorry for myself and you adapt this victim mentality and you play this entire sappy story for yourself and you keep yourself paralyzed you keep yourself in this loop because you are you know, adding to the noise rather than actually tuning it out and like removing yourself from all of this cluster of like thoughts of that's holding you down, right? Like you're doing nothing to help yourself. So I want you to have gratitude for the season and question yourself like, how can this season help me? move forward? How can this season one day be all part of the plot and allow me to look back and be like, damn, I'm so proud of myself because keep in mind, you've dealt with 100% of all the bad days you've conquered. And honestly, the contrast between the bad days allows you to look forward for the better ones and allows you to know what a good day feels like, looks like, and is because you've had the contrast between a shitty day. This very season that you might be labeling as keeping you stuck or a season of hardship might be the very best season of your life that will allow you to walk into epiphanies, have blessings that are going to welcome itself to you because you choose to own up to the desire of wanting more and to play out your fullest potential and go after your greatness and finally let go of the bad habits, the limiting beliefs, the imposter syndrome, the comparison, and tune into what feels aligned for you, your purpose, your mission, your why, and be in your alignment. Can you imagine the life that you're going to create when you go all out and go all in? Girl, I am so excited for you. So give yourself grace, give yourself self-compassion as you're going through this tricky season and allow yourself to realize that better days are ahead, but also this shitty day is still going to propel you forward because you choose, because you choose that this is going to be a part of your story. This is going to be a part of your evolution. We love that for you, bestie. So again, thank you, my love, for being a part of this episode and joining me in on today's discussion. Girl, make this story a good one. Make this life count, okay? I'm so proud of you. I'm so grateful for you. If you haven't already, please do me a favor. Take two seconds out of your day to leave a Apple podcast review or on Spotify. It will truly help, you know, spread this message to all the besties in the land. We love that. It's Thanksgiving, you know, week, is it? Oh my gosh, yes, it is. It's Thanksgiving week as you listen into this episode. So happy Thanksgiving and sending my love to um, you and your family and your loved ones. I'm grateful for you. Thank you for making Girls and the Gays what it is today. I couldn't do it without you. And until next time, my love, I'll catch you so soon. 
My love, if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you, please do me a favor and get onto social media. Help me get the word out by tagging me. What was your favorite part about this episode? Please go ahead and let me know. I'm excited to hear from you. And until next time, have a blessed day. You got this.